This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 191 A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer Bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1992. Delta premiered on ABC on September 15, 1992, at 9.30 p.m. Delta Burke returns to TV after she was let go from designing women. She plays a hairstylist who dreams of country music stardom, so she leaves her husband and moves to Nashville, getting a job at a bar that hosts an amateur night. Her boss at the bar is played by policewoman's Earl Holloman. She gets an apartment over the home of her cousin, played by Gigi Rice, and her husband, played by Bill Engvall. Beth Grant and Nancy Giles play Delta's co-workers. We covered Delta Burke in episode 110 for Filthy Rich, Gigi Rice in episode 174 for Harry and the Hendersons, and we'll cover Bill Engvall when we get to his eponymous sitcom. Earl Holloman was given up for adoption by his birth parents. His adopted parents, despite poverty, supported Holloman as he ventured into showbiz. During World War II, he lied about his age, 17, joining the U.S. Navy. He was kicked out once they learned the truth. He completed high school, then re-enlisted. Holloman started doing regional theater, and during that time, he snuck onto the Paramount lot, which led to bit parts. His films include Broken Lance, Forbidden Planet, Giant, the Rainmaker with a Golden Globe win, Visit to a Small Planet, The Sons of Katie Elder, Sharky's Machine. He got involved with early live TV dramas with regular or recurring work on Hotel de Paris, Wide Country, Gunsmoke, The Magical World of Disney, The FBI, P.S. I Love You, and Nightman. Holloman played the lead on the first episode of The Twilight Zone, but is best remembered as Angie Dickinson's boss, on Policewoman. He's been an animal rights activist for decades. Beth Grant has been a reliable character actress with roles going back to the late 70s and 243 IMDb acting credits. Films include Rain Man, Flatliners, Welcome Home Roxy Carmichael, Speed, To Wong Fu Thanks for Everything Julie Newmar, A Time to Kill, Donnie Darko, Pearl Harbor, Matchstick Men, Little Miss Sunshine, No Country for Old Men, The Artist, along with TV's Coach, Maximum Bob, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Everwood, Yes Dear, Jericho, Sorted Lives, King of the Hill, voice work, One Mississippi, The Mindy Project, Dollface, and Mayfair Witches. Grant played the same character in Brian Fuller's Wonderfalls, Pushing Daisies, and Mockingbird Lane. Nancy Giles was a member of the Second City Touring Company, 
Moving to films Big, Working Girl, New York Stories, I'm Not Rappaport, True Crime, and TV's China Beach, PB&J Otter, Voice Work, Hey Joel, Voice Work, and Half-Life. Giles made it to Broadway in Mayer. In 2007, Giles became a correspondent for CBS Sunday Morning and continues in that role, winning three daytime Emmys. For her new series, Delta Burke dyed her trademark brunette hair blonde in an attempt to differentiate her from designing women. Perhaps that was a mistake, as the show quickly tanked when it was scheduled opposite The Simpsons. The show was pulled in December, then returned in the spring before two final episodes were burned off that summer for a total of 17 episodes. Holloman got a Golden Globe nom out of the series. I found an episode on YouTube Reba McIntyre sings the opening theme as Delta drives around Nashville. She wants to work at the same bar where Patsy Cline was discovered, which turns out to be wrong. There's stereotypes aplenty. The show is practically chicken fried. Of course, Delta gets to sing a song. Camp Wilder premiered on ABC on September 18, 1992, at 9.30 p.m. Mary Page Keller stars as Ricky, a divorcee who returns to her family home after her parents' death. She brings along her six-year-old daughter Sophie, Tina Majorino, and now has to take care of her teen brother Brody, Jerry O'Connell, and sister Melissa, Megan Haldeman. Brody's got a dim-witted buddy, Jay Moore, and Melissa has two BFFs, played by Hilary Swank and Margaret Langrick. Ricky is very laid back and dispenses advice like the big sister she is. We covered Mary Page Keller in episode 160 for Duet slash Open House, Jerry O'Connell in episode 153 for My Secret Identity, Hilary Swank on episode 172 for Evening Shade, and we'll cover Jay Moore when we get to his better-known series. Tina Majorino went on to films Karina Karina, Waterworld, Napoleon Dynamite, and TV's Veronica Mars, The Deep End, Big Love, True Blood, Grey's Anatomy, Legends, and Scorpion. Megan Haldeman went on to Hearts of the West and The Home Court before leaving the biz in the late 90s. Margaret Langrick had already appeared on the film version of Harry and the Hendersons, as well as TV show Danger Bay prior to Camp Wilder. She left the business a few years later and is now the CEO of a publishing company. Camp Wilder started as a pilot called Camp Bicknell, with actress Elena Stittler in the lead. The show was partly recast before it actually made it to air. Camp Wilder was part of ABC's TGIF, but it didn't last. 20 episodes, one of which didn't air, at least in the U.S., the show was more of a hit in Germany for some reason. Found an episode on YouTube... The opening is a lot of pastels and 90s graphics. Brody gets a job doing tours of Star's Homes, the show is based in L.A., and ends up helping a homeless girl. It's a generic TGIF show. Hilary Swank seems out of place. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal. 
The Golden Palace premiered on CBS on September 18, 1992, at 8 p.m., a spin-off or spin-out or sequel of The Golden Girls. While B. Arthur, a.k.a. Dorothy, had decided to move on, the other gals, Rose, Betty White, Blanche, Rue McClanahan, and Sophia, Estelle Getty, wanted to soldier on, if only to make sure the show's crew kept their jobs. So they invest in a Miami hotel, only to discover that most of the staff had been let go, leaving Roland, the manager, Don Cheadle, and Chewy, the chef, Cheech Marin. This forces the retired ladies to run the place. We covered Betty White several times, the first going back to episode 9 and Life with Elizabeth. When this show tanked, she went on to Bob, episode 188. We covered Rue McClanahan and Estelle Getty on the Mothership series, Episode 128. This was Don Cheadle's first regular TV role, having done a number of guest spots. He would go on to Picket Fences, ER, The Rat Pack, Golden Globe Win, Emmy Nam, A Lesson Before Dying, Emmy Win, House of Lies, where he directed four episodes, got four Emmy nominations, three Golden Globe nominations, and a SAG nomination. Black Monday, two Emmy nominations and a Golden Globe nom. Agent Elvis, voice work, the 2021 Wonder Years as the narrator, but he's better known for his film work, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead, Rosewood, Boogie Nights, Bullworth, Traffic, Swordfish, Ocean's Eleven, Crash, Two BAFTA Noms and a SAG Win, Hotel Rwanda, Oscar Nom, Two SAG Noms, Talk to Me, and of course, the Marvel franchise as James Road a.k.a. War Machine. Cheadle is also politically active. Despite being closely identified as Latino, Cheech Marin is not fluent in Spanish. Cheech is a reference to a type of pork rind. In college, Marin got heavily into marijuana and auditioned for Frank Zappa's band. When he didn't get it, he moved to Canada to evade the draft. There, he met his longtime comedic partner, Tommy Chong, who was a Canadian citizen. They performed stand-up, then moved on to records, seven total with five hitting gold status, Dave's not here, man, as well as films Up in Smoke, Cheech and Chong's next movie, Nice Dreams, which Chong directed and they co-wrote. They broke up in the mid-80s, reuniting in the 2000s. Meanwhile, Marin went on to TV's Nash Bridges, Judging Amy, Rob, Lodge 49, and Elena of Avalor, doing voice work as well as films Yellowbeard, Ghostbusters 2, From Dusk Till Dawn, Spy Kids, Christmas with the Cranks, and voice work on Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest, The Lion King, Cars, Coco, and related video games. The Golden Palace, as noted above, was partly the result of the remaining Golden Girls cast not wanting to put crews out of work. There were various recastings. Marin replaced Alexis Sale before the pilot was shot. In fact, the idea of a Latino chef goes back to the first episode of The Golden Girls. Charles Levin was originally a cast member, but concerns of how to fit him into stories doomed the role. When Cheadle and White were together on camera, Betty's makeup had to be altered to allow Cheadle's dark complexion to appear correctly. 
NBC was offered the new show, who responded with a 13-episode order, so the show moved to CBS. It was used there as part of a defense against ABC's TGIF, alongside Major Dad, Designing Women, and Bob. Several recurring guests on Golden Girls made appearances on the new series, and B. Arthur even returned for a two-episode arc. The show only lasted a season as ratings dropped over time. McClanahan felt that much of the audience didn't even know the new series was related, and so they didn't move over. Creator Susan Harris felt the absence of B. Arthur meant the show didn't work. The show was supposedly greenlit for a second season, but the decision was reversed hours before the upfronts. As noted, White moved on to Bob, while Getty moved to the Golden Girls spinoff Empty Nest and continued her role there. The Golden Ballast was never syndicated as a separate series, only being a single season, but Lifetime included it as a de facto season 8 of Golden Girls. Hulu began streaming the series in 2022, which is where I watched an episode. We get an updated version of Thank You for Being a Friend. The old cast falls into their roles. Rose is an imbecile. Blanche is lusty. Sophia is a joke machine set on auto. A food critic dies while eating at the hotel, and the farce is on. I think the writers might have watched Faulty Towers. Here and Now premiered on NBC on September 19, 1992, at 8 p.m. Malcolm Jamal Warner, coming off his long run on The Pudding Guy's Show, episode 123, Pudding Guy was an executive producer on this series, stars as AJ, a recent college graduate in psychology who gets a job at a rough Harlem youth center. He lives with Sidney Charles Brown, a doorman and AJ's uncle. His boss is played by S. Apatha Murkison, with a co-worker played by Daryl Chill Mitchell. His uncle's daughter and possible love interest, but not actually related, is played by Rachel Crawford. Pee Wee Love and Sean Weiss play teens at the center. Of course, we covered Malcolm Jamal Warner in episode 123. Charles Brown is better known for his stage work. Here and Now was his only regular TV series. He appeared on Broadway in multiple short runs, along with Home, with Tony and Drama Desk Noms, Fences, Rumors, King Hedley II, Tony Nom, Drama Desk Win. Films include Without a Trace, Trading Places, and Legal Eagles. Brown passed in 2004. His niece is Community's Yvette Nicole Brown. One of S. Apatha Murkison's earliest roles was that of Reba the Mail Carrier, on Pee-wee's Playhouse. She would go on to Man and Machine, where she played the police captain. This may have been a harbinger of her best-known role, Lieutenant Van Buren, on Law & Order, appearing in 391 episodes. One of those was a non-related guest role in Season 1. She earned 9 SAG noms and 11 NAACP Image Awards, including two wins, for the role. She won an Emmy, Golden Globe, Image, SAG, and Independent Spirit Award for Lackawanna Blues. In 2015, she moved on to another Dick Wolf franchise, Chicago Med, with appearances on the rest of the Chicago shows. She continues on the show today. Films include She's Gotta Have It, 
Navy Seals, Jacob's Ladder, Terminator 2, Black Snake Moon, and Lincoln. She's also been on the stage in Broadway's The Piano Lesson, Tony and Drama Desk Noms, and Comeback Little Sheba, Tony Nom. Daryl Chill Mitchell started out as a rapper and got a role in the film House Party to promote his musical career. Instead, he switched to acting. Films include Boomerang, Sergeant Bilko, A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, Ten Things I Hate About You, Galaxy Quest, and TV's The John Larroquette Show, Image Award Nom, Veronica's Closet, Ed, Brothers, with an Image Award win, NCIS New Orleans, 143 episodes, and Fear the Walking Dead. In 2002, Mitchell was paralyzed from the waist down after a motorcycle accident. Despite that, he's continued a long career. He advocates for employing actors with disabilities. Rachel Crawford was born in Canada and had a number of TV movie roles, once playing skater Ty Babylonia in her biopic. Other TV work, Dear Aunt Agnes, TNT, 9B, ENG, Brewster Place, Free Willy, voice work, Between Brothers, Traders, Show Me Yours, Sophie, The Firm, Alphas, Continuum, Degrassi, The Next Generation, This Life, and Slasher. Pee-wee Love appeared in films Malcolm X and Crooklyn. Like Merkerson, Sean Weiss's first appearance was on Pee-wee's Playhouse playing Elvis. He went on to TV's Mr. Rhodes, The Tony Danza Show, Freaks and Geeks, City Guys, and Why Not Weiss playing himself. Films include the Mighty Ducks franchise. Weiss was found guilty of drug possession in the mid-2010s and served a short prison sentence. The lead role on Here and Now was very similar to Theo on The Pudding Guys show. Both were psych majors and both worked at a youth center. This show was far grittier to the point that storylines veered into dramatic territory, which is not what NBC had signed up for. Fifteen episodes, two of which never aired. Found an episode on YouTube? It kicks off with a dream sequence where Mitchell's character has become a big success thanks to AJ's counseling. It then goes to the opening rapping theme, there's cute kids doing punchlines while the show rams morals down your throat. More of 1992 sitcoms in our next episode. Announcer Bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe via your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Check out Instagram at sfpodnetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm filing this episode in the archive. Tune in next time.